welcome to the first episode of Hokey Trat Chats. My name is Jonathan Tunwar and I serve as the Associate Director for New Student and Family Programs. And that basically means I get the pleasure of working with our Hokey families. Hokey Trat Chats are designed to support and educate proud Hokey families by providing information about campus and community resources. And through this podcast, we will promote healthy student and family relationships and proactively address your questions and concerns. And I am Jess, one of the grad assistants in New Student and Family Programs. I am currently pursuing my master's in higher education administration, and I work with Jonathan and the others in the office by supplementing projects and offering a hand wherever help is needed. I'm super excited to be able to help out with this podcast, and I hope you all enjoy it. Since this is our first episode, we want to give you all a quick overview of what you can expect from us moving forward. Each month, we'll release a podcast with some recurring parts. You can expect us to talk about upcoming events and important dates to know, as well as have conversations with campus partners. Finally, we will interview a student that exhibits the aspirations for student learning and is deeply committed to the Virginia Tech community. This episode is a little bit different than the next few, so instead of inviting a campus partner from a different office or organization, we're going to use this time to mention some of the things that our office is responsible for. New Student and Family Programs, or NSFP, is a part of the university's division of student affairs. Our office is responsible for the orientation and transition processes for all incoming students, and we have several events each year that help us reach this mission. They are summer orientation, which includes first year, international transfer, and makeup orientation, welcome week, family weekend, spring orientation, winter welcome week, and spring family weekend. Right now in our office, we have the Director of New Student and Family Programs and Associate Dean of Students, Lizette Rebellano. Well, Lizette, welcome to our podcast. Um, We are so excited to have you. Um, And so we're going to start all of our interviews off by really just asking you to introduce yourself. Tell us what's important to you and um, tell us a little bit about the work you do. Thanks, Jonathan. It's great to be with you all. As you said, my name is Lizette Rebolledo, and I serve as Associate Dean of Students and Director for New Student and Family Programs. I am a first-generation college graduate. I am the first in my family to have gone away to school um, and and had the four-year college experience and also the eldest of three. And so I think that that is a big part of what shapes who I am, but also the work that I do as a higher ed administrator. I am from Illinois, and so very far from home here in beautiful Southwest Virginia in the Blue Ridge Mountains, but have enjoyed being a Hokie for nearly the last five years. It's been an exciting time to be here at Virginia Tech and to see all of the growth and development that is happening across campus and also within our our Division of Student Affairs. I am a mom of two little boys. I have an eight-year-old and most recently an almost one-year-old. And that is definitely one of the highlights of um, just being able to experience life through their eyes and lens. And so enjoy much of my time that, you know, is outside of work with them and enjoy cooking. I love, love, love to cook, consider myself a foodie. And so in my spare time, when I have any between the kids and and the great work that we're doing here, I enjoy cooking quite a bit. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about your role and um, what your office and new student family programs does at Virginia Tech? 
We took quite a bit, Jonathan. I think you've definitely noticed that. And these new endeavors that we've taken on have only added to the abundance of things that we provide for new students and their family members. So our office is tasked with ensuring that our new students and their family members, as they define those individuals, are provided an opportunity to successfully transition and to continue to find the abundance of resources and tools to be successful here at Virginia Tech. And so our office measures its success by that success of our students. And so if we are providing an exceptional orientation experience to both the new student and their family member, also coupled with their transitional experience that exceeds the summer time frame into the fall and into the spring of their first year, then we are doing a great job. And we do that by providing a significant amount of programming throughout their transition. So from the time they're offered their admission, having contact with them and providing resources all the way, as I said, through the end of at least their first year. And then we also work with our students as student leaders in creating experiences for them to share the greatness that is the campus experience or maybe some of the areas that they wish they had known when they were coming to college. And that's through our orientation team member experience. And we have a large group of student leaders that help us with that. We also have students that support our Welcome Week programming as a first step to engaging in leadership on campus. And so we cultivate leadership within our students as they continue to be here at Virginia Tech and also ensure that our families and their new students are connecting and building those relationships to be successful here. Well, wow. Yeah, it definitely does sound like we are doing a lot. Um, and, you know, I think as a new team member, that's really been exciting to see um, because we do get to work with our students in a lot of different ways, but also um, really think about what it is for them to transition and and to become a part of this Hokie Nation and to kind of catch that spirit. And so what do you think is your approach? Like what if, if you have to give it a philosophy for what our how we help our students transition, what would you say your approach is? I think that my approach is thinking about all that is a part of a student. And so knowing that a student is choosing Virginia Tech for a variety of reasons. They're likely choosing us because we have great academic programming. And so how is it that we are showing the student that they can be successful here academically and that they can be challenged and supported by our faculty and staff and the resources that we have here for them to be successful and to meet their academic achievements, much like likely what they had in their high school experience. I think we're also a campus that is rich in spirit and traditions. And so our work and, and our approach to that is ensuring that they know that there is great academic experiences here and also that we have you know great football that we have great athletics uh, opportunities that we have great student organizations that students can be a part of and make an impact to the world and to our area um, the spirit of Prosum is what drives a lot of our students and so our work shows that as well and knowing that our students do not do this alone their family members are an integral part to their student transition experience and so Philosophically, we have to bring in our family members to the conversation and to their student success. So I would say definitely thinking about 
how are we connecting their academic and co-curricular experience, which is really the outside of the classroom that I just talked about, that spirit and traditions, and connecting their family members to their college experience, making sure that the family member is there to support and uplift the student, uh, and also knowing that the student has all of us here at Virginia Tech and faculty and staff to reach out to. Yeah, and I think that's so important because we do know that our students are more successful when they are involved on campus, right? We say that throughout orientation and throughout all that we're doing, um, but it really is, you know, the research backs it up that there really is um, an advantage for our students being involved in doing things on campus. And so I think it's really important that you mention that. Um, but it's almost like you knew where I was going with my next question. And so you talked about the role of family members. So can you talk a little bit more about like what role you think our family members play in our students' transition? And, and what, do you, what do you talk to our families about when they maybe come to orientation or throughout our different experiences? How do, how do our families help our students be successful? I think that our family members are pivotal. There, there is no way that we can help our students be successful without bringing the family members on this journey. And I think that what we know and what we're keenly aware of is that our family members, as, as our students define them, and I think, let me speak to that just a little bit, Jonathan. I do believe that students get to choose their family. They are given a family, but they also get to choose people that they bring into their family, whether that be aunts, uncles, grandparents, foster family members, a school counselor that really was important to them in their high school experience, whether that's a pastor uh, that is a close family friend that has become a big part of their family. That's absolutely really smart because a lot of uh, institutions stop talking about family members and actually talk about supporters because that's really what helps our students um, get through the, the their four-year experience because it really is about who supports them through it. Right. And for us here at Virginia Tech, we, we know that and we have moved away likely from saying what research is calling them supporters to saying that they're family members because we believe that we're all part of a hokey family here at Virginia Tech. And so we want to make sure that we're embracing that. But they are there. They're important to the students experience and transition. And they are who our students likely go to in their rawest moments and express whether that is joy or concern or stress. And we want to make sure that those family members know where to point their student in the right direction here at Virginia Tech. And so we know that a student might call and be concerned about an exam or an experience that they had here on campus that was not the best. And we want to make sure that these family members know who they can go to to connect their student to that resource. And so we are also aware that for likely 12 plus years of education through the K through 12 system, the family members were given access to a significant amount of information about their student, about their student's academic experience. I speak to this as a mother. I have access on a daily basis to see what my child is doing through his virtual learning experience and can track it minute by minute almost. And we know that the college experience is not that. And we know that we are asking you to do something really hard, which is trust your student to be that adult. But we don't want you to do that without knowing that we are here to support that. And so we want to make sure that we're equipping you with the tools to know how to navigate this new normal for you and the fact that you're not going to have as much access to information like you did in the K-12 system. 
But we're here. We're here to support that. We're here to encourage you and your student and to be a bridge between this new experience and the growth and development of your student. Absolutely. And I think so often family members feel like the institution doesn't want to share information about their student with them. And 100% that is not our philosophy. It's not why we do what we do. Um, But simply federal law says that we have to have the student's permission to do that. And so um, that can be challenging for some of our family members to understand because they're like, what are you talking about? I either gave birth to this student, I've invested all of this time, all of this money, all of my life into helping this person become what they are. And now you're telling me I can't have access and we're not telling you that the federal government's telling Mm -hmm. you that when I think that it challenges us to think about access differently right so I think that what we're saying and it is the title of our presentation to family members is families as partners what we're saying now is the access just looks different you know are you logging in and looking at things there's some aspects of the work that allow you to do that here in higher education and yes there is legality that follows that. Absolutely. But what we're saying now is to create the partnership with your student to have access to the information. So what does it look like to be able to have a dialogue and conversation with your student and check in with them in ways that still gives you access to the information that you need, but feels more like it is you and the student looking at that together rather than I'm individually logging in to look at my eight-year-old's record uh, as to whether or not they did their homework. You know, what does it look like for me to sit down and say, hey, Sebastian, you know, can we look at this together and have a conversation about what you're experiencing? I think that 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 is more what we're asking our family members to do in this new environment that is higher education and, and the laws that are there to protect us in a variety of ways. Yeah, and I love that you talk about that. And and it's also one of the reasons I love working with family members because we really do have to do this with a lot of empathy because this is new for everyone. It's new for you, it's new for the student. And so um, I can only imagine that when your student, when your son is able to go to college, that you're gonna be navigating this as well and still like knowing the legality, but also having to figure out like, okay, but I still want to know all of the information. I Absolutely, and I think that you know, as, as I said, he's eight years old and he's in that I want privacy stage and, and that's really different for me. And so I think you're right, Jonathan. And in 10 years when when he's heading off to college, it, it will be still an emotion that I will have to process and and think through and and sit with and create expectations and boundaries with him that meet both of our needs. And I think that that is the challenge that all family members have. I will say that it is it is interesting to see as a first generation college student, like I said myself, that he currently has a list of schools that he desires to go to. Um, And so it has been both exciting to see that, but also I'm not ready for it. I'm like, you're eight years old. Why do you have a college list? Um, But he is a product of this environment and the fact that he has been raised on two college campuses in the work that I do in higher education. And so there's a certain beauty and also reflection that comes with parenting him and and seeing how our other family members experience what we create for them. Yeah, I love that. And I'm so excited to get to witness that. Um, So, you know, our family members have had a lot of different experiences this year. And, you know, I 
know that the world is is just been chaotic for a lot of folks and so can you talk to our family members about kind of how our work has changed because of the pandemic but also really what has it um how's it changed our work and how's it changed their students transition i think the answer in short is what hasn't changed right jonathan so much around us has changed uh you know, we we see each other on screens more than we see each other on person. And, and that has had a significant impact to us in a variety of ways. And for myself, as someone who gets their energy from being with people in the physical space, I acknowledge that this is very different. But I also know that the health and safety of those that I care about and our students is at the forefront of, of everything that we do. And so we have worked to think through what it means to transition a student to college in the pandemic. And having done so, we we worked backwards from that, from looking at the emotions that our family members would have to the concerns to the sheer amount of information that they would need from what was our program before and created new experiences for them. And so we have been able to reach our family members in ways that we hadn't done before. Um, This podcast is a clear example of that. We felt like this would be a great way for our families to connect with us, hear real stories, hear what is currently happening on and off campus and with various individuals to be able to support their student. You know, we we piloted much to your credit and work when you joined us, Jonathan, our Facebook Live series that went really, really well and something that we were not doing previously. And those things will continue in this new year as we work to meet the needs of our students and family members. What we know is that we have been given what I believe to be the gift of spending more time together and that that also presents a greater challenge for when the students make the decision to live on campus or not live on campus with us in this new virtual hybrid college experience. And so we want to make sure that we're meeting the needs of everyone in the in between. And as they continue to navigate things, what what did not waver for us is our commitment to providing the resources, tools, and skills to our families to be successful. And so we, as many of you probably have, went back to sending mail instead of just email. We actually mailed things to our family members and to our students. We sat back and thought about new ways to connect and to engage while still managing the fact that most of us are tired from being on Zoom. And so we continue to think and innovate together, and we welcome your feedback in the ways that we can do that uh, and continue to serve you and your students. Yeah, I love all of that. And it really has been true for us and and to really kind of reimagine what our jobs look like and reimagine how we serve our students. Uh, I mean, it, it has truly been incredible to think through what we've done for years to now say, like, we don't do that anymore because of, you know, what has happened in the world. And so, yeah, 100% that that has been, like, an interesting thing to navigate. Um, and, you know, one of the things that's been beautiful is that some of our family members have really been able to to kind of sit with that and like show empathy of saying like you are reimagining this and we are really grateful for what you're doing and so um that has also been like for me a very personal thing and um very important to me um is knowing that people know that we are trying and know that we are um trying to think through what it feels like to get their students enrolled and and 
teach them how they can continue to support them in this new environment. Our last question that we're gonna ask all of the people we interview is, what is the one thing or the couple of things that you want our Proud Hokie families to remember from our time together? I would say for me, it is the power of support and reflection. And so for me, you know, I think about being a first gen, my parents did not have all the answers for me, but what they knew um, and were able to do for me that every family member can do is they supported me. They were the cheerleaders. They were the ones behind the scenes pushing me to to do and aspire for all the dreams that I have and continue to have. And that they also challenged me to be reflective in the moments where things were really difficult. And so those times where I was calling home and complaining about something, they challenged me to be reflective about the pieces and the parts that I played into a situation. And so I think that those are the key things that we can all do for our new students is to support them in their times of need, but also to challenge them in how it is that they ask their students to be reflective on how they are a part of the experience, contributed to something, um, or spiraled something into something else, whatever that may be, that the skills of, of support and reflect and being reflective are key to the success for everyone involved in this process. And, and I think the other piece is that I continue to name it a process. It is a process. It ebbs and flows. It has its peaks and valleys. It can feel really great one day. And then two weeks later, it is completely different and that that is okay. It is expected. And, and we're all on this journey together and that you have a, a great network of people here at Virginia Tech, the Virginia Tech Hokie family to support you through this. I love that, and absolutely that is exactly what's important to us, helping our Hokies to know that they have a huge support network, and um, not only is it their family members, but also all of the people on campus really helping to get them across the finish line. And so I really am glad that that's the message you want to leave with. Um, Lizette, thank you so much for being here with me today and for talking to, with me about how we can support our students, how their families can be supporters, and um, really appreciate you being here. Thanks, Jonathan. It was good to be with you. This project has been in the works for a little while now, and I am so excited we are finally able to bring it to you all. Stay tuned for next month's episode. Hokey Track Chats is brought to you by New Student and Family Programs at Virginia Tech. For more frequent updates, follow us on social media at Hokies on Track on Facebook and Instagram. If you are not already, join the Hokie Family Hub, which can be found at our website, students.vt.edu forward slash transition. The script for today's episode is by Jess Sylvia and Jonathan Tenmar. Music for our podcast is Dream of the Forest by Articom. Editing software is Anchor FM. <laughs>